Hello there. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Poetry. I'm your host, Yusuf. I'm joined here with Yaku Muhammad and Reese Myers. Many a morning I've awoken to a dark room, a crisp morning breeze, a dry throat, and the nauseating feeling that the three to four hours of sleep that I'd just woken from would not suffice for the rest of my monotonous school day. School now often feels like I am no longer learning from my own interests, but simply to construct the dream image of myself for the purpose of attending a prestigious university, only to end up selling my time and ambitions to a personality-less corporation or cents in the dollar. Through these revelations, I find that beyond my surface-level desires for a stable life and suitable income, I yearn to break free from societal expectations of what success truly is. The feeling that I have seen my path a thousand times before me is inescapable. This feeling that I am in a way trapped in an elevator plumbing, 79 floors, all blurring together, differentiated only by glimpses of the outside. A blue, pristine, and pure sky, of which I am able to catch only through the vicious warring of concrete and steel, my ambitions and my dreams before me. The reason why I like this poem a lot on the technical level is that it utilizes a very repetitive nature, constantly relating the poem back to the initial I that it started with and following it up with a verb afterwards, making vivid remarks and similes that describe the pain, agony, and melancholy and overall boredom that the speaker feels, going through the same monotonous cycle every single day, saying words like I rise, I want, I lie, I listen, I take, I let, uh, I like this about the poem because it helps to reinforce the point of repetitiveness and utilizing a repetitive structure. The use of a long run-on sentence in the middle of the poem gives a sense of rambling and agony, really giving thorough imagery and exciting commentary on what would be a boring and monotone subject initially. So yeah, uh, definitely the speaker makes use of similes relating to pain in his back without public sounds giving a more thorough description and a greater understanding of the pain and suffering that the speaker is going through, which, which, which is why I really like this poem. On a personal level, I, uh, I really like this poem because I can relate to the idea of uh, wanting to be something more, to not be uh, complacent, to not be a sort of like a cog in the system, rather to be something greater in the future be able to keep what I create on a deeper level by myself, able to earn a good living off of it instead of being overburdened with work that in the end will be passed along many computers to a CEO of a company who reaps the benefits of all the work while doing none of it. Yeah, and then most of us can, throughout this poem, relate to the idea of life being an unending cycle of the same monotonous behavior each day, especially with college applications taking up even more possible free time for us. This poem gives a clear description that I wasn't able to fully form myself to vividly describe a kind of mind space that I can relate to, although not on the same level. This is Caruso, The Hour Before Dawn by Kate Russian. In the hour before dawn, I rise up to give myself a little bit before it all starts again. Rise up is not really what I do. I lie there, awake, on my pallet, and very still, barely breathing. I listen, make sure no one else is stirring. 
make sure nobody hears me. I take a few moments to listen to my blood beating in my ear, hear my own breath easing out of my lips. I let myself sink, ease down again for just a few minutes in the cool gray before it all starts all over again, goes and goes until the middle of the night and I collapse on rough cloth, too tired to ease into sleep, too afraid to dream good dreams, knots in my back like cobblestones. I want to work for myself, not for somebody else. I want to earn my own keep. So I really like this poem, and I found that through looking at this poem, I saw that like the argument he was trying to make was that it was a commentary on the effects of a lack of purpose in life and feelings that are derived from unfulfillment, recounting how time is stretched prior to work, the mind has time to reflect on the cyclical mundane life it finds itself in, highlighting the deep negatives of mundaneness. Yeah, yeah definitely. And then we can relate this to the mood of the poem, which is which feels more like a boohoo poem rather than wahoo poem. And the primary problem seen within this problem is that the repetitive cycle of growing labor, not for one's own sake, but for another having to feel an endless cycle of suffering and pain in the process. Yeah. So it's seen throughout the lens of the speaker, the primary conflict is seen with the idea that they want to have good sleep, want to have nice dreams free of pain, but they just left with working every single day rising up when they don't want to, having to work until their back is cobblestone, yeah. unable to find any happiness in life. Repeating endlessly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a sort of cycle where you work for so long, you can't enjoy your life or find happiness in anything. You can't even enjoy your sleep and dreams as you're awoken to rise up and repeat the cycle over again. Yeah. And then the sound and the sense of the poem is very grating, where they describe their mood and physical ailments very vividly feeling like they barely breathing, their blood breathing, beating in their air, and how their back feels like cobblestones. The addiction is very gloomy and melancholic. Yeah, I can see that. And also, uh, another reason why I like this poem, I thought it was uh, about the imagery present throughout all the poem. So you can see uh, like through what Yusuf just said, the, the blood beating in the ear and collapsing on the rough cloth and their back feel like cobblestone. It gives a sort of like a rough and solemn texture to the emotions and feelings described by the speaker, which uh, shows the connection between the rough and frayed feelings described to the emotions of the speaker and their sorrowful life. Yeah, and I, this is, I think that in this poem specifically, the imagery is very unique because it gives like this saddening, depressing mood to the overall text which is unlike things that other things that we have read so far. And as the description of the cloth as being rough and being unable to ease into sleep with knots in their back like cobblestones, this gives a sense of how much pain and suffering this kind of lifestyle is giving them. And I really like how they used it and how they like structured it. Yeah, you see that too. So another reason why I thought I liked this poem was because uh, the shifts and the structures that the poem used are also pretty unique as well because they uh they start with the, the letter i and a verb in the beginning of each sentence repeating the idea the influence this kind of repetitive life has on his own mental and physical health creating a sort of parallel between the two and strengthening the idea of the speaker living through a monotonous and dull life with no substance of fulfillment since it's like constantly repeating over and over again 
yeah that's a that's an actually interesting perspective i didn't read that and also i think there's a period of an extended sentence throughout the poem leading to a sort of feeling of desperation to break out of this end, unending cycle like they repeat words such as goes and goes dreams good dream giving really a great understanding on how everything just starts all over again and goes and goes with no feeling of satisfaction and to me i also really appreciated the tension in the poem i think the attention was really appealing and uh, gives gravity to the poem so i think the first clear tension between the character and himself the speaker the speaker is battling against himself as he feels gray and is not able to live his life because he's overworked and tired and i think this takes a huge toll on him and leads to this this con- consolate mood throughout the story it seems to be the major conflict in the essay yeah the going poem. off that there was also another uh, form of tension and conflict within the essay or the poem uh which is between the character and somebody else uh, at his workplace and he wants uh, it's shown throughout the poem how he wants to work alone and for himself but he is constrained by his current occupation and it's not able to fully live to his happiest standards and the life he wants to live and which ties back to the original tension as the tension between the character and his work is uh feeding his gloominess and reinforcing the character's internal conflicts and depression not being able to break out of this uh cycle of not being able to own and keep whatever he makes and having to give it away yeah i can see that now actually yeah what do you think of the song and purpose i and the rhyme i i didn't really find any consistent rhyme yeah and i saw that while there wasn't a consistent rhyme there were subtle sound hints that improved the delivery of the poem and we could see most significantly that uh with the syllables throughout the poem uh they gave a greater sense of a uh, delivery um because like delivering the gloominess built within the ideas of the poem the author implements a decrease of syllables while the poem progresses uh this has a consequence of slowing down the beat and therefore increasing the melancholy of the poem and the amount of depression and uh grief that the the speaker feels uh during this yeah and um what else did you find oh i also found that the repetition is really the only demonstration for like figurative language and purpose in the poem the word i is used over and over again furthering the themes of self-fulfillment control over one's own time and the depressing reality that is it that that isn't always the case the lack of figurative language also speaks volumes in its own right this poem is straightforward in its message in other words the words mean what they mean there's no deeper meaning to uncover because that is the truly the simplicity of the monotonous routine of the average worker you can also see with the figurative language how there's a simile that gave the reader a better understanding of uh, the pain that he feels through a vivid comparison the pain and suffering he feels uh living in an endless cycle of monotony and sorrowfulness with like it knots in his back like cobblestones yeah and, and um what else do you find well since this is a poem uh I, we look to the like the structure of the poem and the right the author writes a poem in a structure of a nine three line stanza and the lines are short in order to transmit their acquired sorrow so the smaller they are that's like the more straightforward it is there's a lot of details because they're just sorry it's sad yeah simplistic yeah sim- yeah as you said simplistic and i also found that poem also incorporates enjambment and like at the myriad instances in order to send a stronger message such as in the hour before dawn i rise up 
space to give myself a little bit and see here the enjambment just makes it more sorrowful you can understand the melancholy that is transmitted through the poem i think it's really feeling i also thought um for everybody listening that the one line that made it ideal to um, understanding the entire poem is uh the line i want to work for myself not for somebody else i want to earn my own keep and i saw how throughout the poem we're shown the speaker's unhappiness regarding the start of the day and the dreariness of waking up before dawn and this sentence alone is uh, an explanatory piece because it tells us why the speaker feels a sort of way and uh, what would ease this feeling which is the self-fulfillment of working for oneself instead of another and feeling unfulfilled and uh, monotone and that sort of lifestyle same i actually really like this part of the poem and i thought it to be the most purposeful of all the other parts yeah thank you Thank you.